suddenly I realized like no, that passion came in. It was not an overnight mice. thing. It wasn't something that came to and me naturally by any stretch. how did you actually go about starting? That's a sneak preview of my interview with Valeria Weber-Williamson of Do A Shot Of Yoga. Stay tuned and you're going to hear how a self-described type A, very driven woman came to run a yoga business. I'm Alicia Ward and this is Get Working Right. Digging into what it really takes for work to be right. For you, for me, for all of us. Uncovering what it actually takes to get working right. Hey, I'm so excited to have Valeria Weber-Williamson on the podcast today. Valeria runs Do A Shot Of Yoga, which is a themed monthly subscription box that provides inspiration and motivation to allow women to do yoga on their terms. Valeria, I was delighted when you agreed to be a guest on the show. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be fun. Uh, Absolutely. And when I asked what makes what you do your right work, I absolutely loved your answer. The first thing you said was that you love yoga. Now, on the face of it, <laughs> that sounds like you took the classic advice to follow your passion. How much of a part did that have in you deciding to create Do A Shot Of Yoga? Well, actually, yoga was more of a fun thing for me. I was uh, more of a punk person, you know, a uh, mm-hmm. little into the scene when I was in my 20s and found it, you know, I was hanging out with my girls, smoking cigarettes, talking, talking trash. And then we go into our yoga class because we tended to be heavily self-destructive, but also heavily holistic. It was an odd mix of, you know, just being exactly who you were in that moment without apology. Mm-hmm. And so I enjoyed yoga, but it was never my focus. And then as I went along further, I kind of began to learn more about it and realized when I was in like a crisis point that I needed yoga, began to implement it, saw that it worked for me, saw that it worked for clients. And then suddenly I realized like that passion came in. It was not an overnight thing. It wasn't something that came to me naturally by any stretch. I'm not your typical yoga person at all. Not, you know, definitely not like the Zen hippie laid back. I'm very type A, very driven, very organized. And, um, not that, Yoga teachers aren't all organized, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, I just, I tend to show up early and I, you know, you know what I mean? I'm just over the top with my very regimented everything, which is sort of anti-yogic in a way with that whole let it flow attitude that, that came with practice and time. And when I realized that if it could even help me, then certainly would help other people who were more inclined uh, to, to find that space within themselves. And so uh, how, how did you move from, you know, discovering how much yoga could do for you to deciding I'm going to launch a business? That definitely took some time. It's part of, you know, I think all of us who work in the health and wellness space um, had some experiences that were personal and where they found a tool or mechanism that worked for them that caused huge pivotal shifts in their ability to cope and function in life. And when it worked for them with persistence, they realize that like, wow, this could work for anybody and I want to share it. And you get very excited about it, but you do have to take a step back from that and just be like, I can't just sit here and be super happy and Zen in my yoga state or meditation or with my new eating habits. And, you know, just understand that people are going to recognize the value in that and come to me for help. It, It does take a process to start to learn and figure out like 
how, what exactly is it that you have personally that you can give to the next person that will resonate with them that, you know, maybe isn't already out there or isn't um, being done in quite the same way. It's all about niching down and finding your specific focus and reaching out to your very specific people who um, are waiting and ready to hear that message from you. No doubt that's first class advice. And how did you actually go about starting? Well, I think I've always been very entrepreneurial from the start. I've been working for myself as a contractor and a freelancer for a long time. Um, And I think I just went from, I was just getting bored with what I had been doing. I was doing the same thing over and over again. And I wanted something that was scalable. I wanted something that was mine. I felt like I was doing a lot of work for clients and helping them for sure. But I was doing the same thing I'd been doing for the past 14 years. And there really was no way to clone myself and do more of that. And so I wanted something different that had the ability to branch out and grow and focus in more on this topic that I realized was so valuable to people that I actually had the expertise to share. And so that was when I shifted and I was like, you know, I think that I could turn this into a business, but how? Because I didn't want to, you know, then just become a yoga teacher where that's not really scalable either. You know, there's, there's only so much you can, there's only so many hours in the week. There's only so many hours that you can actually teach. And I also didn't want to get burned out on my practice and lose the love for it. And so it was a very careful process to try and figure out how best to create a service that would help other people without, you know, killing the progress that I had made personally and be able to still maintain and sustain my own yoga practice. Wonderful. So it sounds very, very strategic and careful and a deliberate decision to Absolutely. move. And when you when you think about um, your your past experience and um, your love of yoga and everything that you've uh, brought together into this business, is there a feeling that you're doing work that you're built for? Oh, absolutely. I think there's always going to be some level of fear. I mean, as much as I know quite a bit about what I'm passionate about, I still had a lot to learn about the nuts and bolts of setting up an actual business. You know, how do you go about getting the right business licenses? What do I even need for a license? It's hard to tell. Like, how do I apply out of all this list of codes? How do I discern where mine fits in if it's not like immediately identifiable. And there's a lot of little ups and downs. I mean, especially uh, for people who are in, who are in like their artistic space, they're not necessarily focused on how to build a website, what kind of marketing techniques are going to work for them. All the things that you have to know Mm. to um, make your business sustainable and last more than the five years that most businesses don't, you know? And so it, it, taking time to connect with the right professionals who can help you and giving yourself um, a little bit of that patience that we so often give to everyone else but ourselves and saying like, it's okay if I make a few mistakes, I'm going to keep going. You Mm -hmm. have to develop kind of a thick skin, but you also have to be open to criticism Mm -hmm. as well. It's a very delicate balance and it takes on a whole set of traits that, you know, it doesn't matter what your industry is. You have to learn how to apply them judiciously and that's true even if you know I love yoga I could do yoga all day and talk to people about it but it's there's so much more to that once you take it into that that business level gosh yeah so right making something your business um can be a complete game changer and um what difference would you say 
that doing this work has made to you personally? I love the fact that it's a very focused purpose. You know, I've said before that like, you know, I, I like to be very organized and manage lots of things at once. And I recognize I can't multitask, but I'm very much into layering tasks and you know, having everything set up so it goes as smoothly as possible. I have three kids and my husband has uh, three more children who live with us full time and he's in the military. So, you know, there's just there's constant stuff to always do here. Mm, yeah. And it's it's difficult to separate that Like as a woman. We have we play a lot of different roles in other people's lives and they come to depend on us and expect us to just sort of show up whenever. And it's not always easy to ask them to wait or let them know that there might be a period of time when they're not available or you're not available. You know, it's, it's, you know, so there's a whole lot of emotional things that, that go into that, but it's giving yourself permission to value yourself and your goals and say, you know what, this is just as important as the fact that you forgot your lunch on the way to school today. You know, so, or like, I recognize that you worked late, but I'm still going to have to ask you to make the dinner that I just needs to be heated up because I have to go teach a yoga class or mm. I need to work on my business for a little mm. bit now. Mm. And so it's, you have to repeatedly ask for it. And mm. that's, that's a shift for many, for many people who are just starting in their entrepreneurial focus, especially mm. if they're going from, I used to work in the corporate world where I went into work and I clocked out when I was done and it was very compartmentalized. And yeah. so it's, it's easy to get overwhelmed with the fact that you could technically find something to do on your business 24 hours a day, but you mm. also have to, you know, learn how to manage that so that's reasonable and sustainable for you. Yeah. So right. Sustainability. Um, and as, especially I think when it's, um, something that you, you love to do, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can love to do it so you could do it all day long except that you you have a family and a life to sort out as well. Would you say that the work you do now running do a shot of yoga is very different from what you've done before? I would say that it very deeply informed it actually. Um, So I worked with clients and families who were looking for ways of, you know, building a better and stronger life for themselves. I mean, at the Mm -hmm. core of it, that's what we all want is, you know, we feel like we aren't as happy as we could be. We aren't as focused as we'd like to be. We aren't as patient or we're just, you know, not able to organize the best way that we'd like to. There's a lot of issues that we can have that sort of cause us to feel frustrated and that mm-hmm. frustration can bubble over and make it difficult to do other things that, to take care of ourselves, like getting good sleep or eating healthfully and then those things cause more problems and it just, it just spirals out of control. But mm-hmm. This is exactly the, I do have my subscription box in which I can, I, we do a themed box and I reach out to people because it's smaller right now. I can be very heavily involved with my subscribers and um, talk to them about what they're going through and help them with their, their scheduling and how are they fitting in with their yoga and what's their experience and what are their challenges and what do they need to feel supported. But I also do um, sustainable change strategy for mm-hmm. clients one-on-one. And so we can do that same thing where we go through where they are now and we go deep, we go deep on what it is that they want Mm. and what are their habits now that are actually helping them and they may not realize it and be celebrating that enough and then Mm. amplify off that and find little ways that we can make positive changes that help them to make more positive changes on their own just because they're focused on self-love and self-care. I really love that. And um, it it leads me into another question I wanted to ask you, which is about... um, 
how much of of you is actually in your business and um, with with it being a a subscription box and a, a product a kind of a product based business i wondered whether um that meant you weren't involved um but there is from what you've just said there a real feeling that you are very much involved you are mm-hmm. in your business oh absolutely so um by that do you mean um how much of me personally is in the product that I supply or how much do I um, show up in my business on a personal level, one-on-one with clients and customers? I I meant more the first, but um, I'd I'd love to hear you talk about both of those things. Okay. Well, on a personal level, I think specifically the subscription box, um, well, I guess maybe the sustainability change focusing, like that, that is what I, what I needed. And I believe I was my own avatar, my own ideal customer at that time, you know, a a woman in her late 20s to 30s to early 40s with kids and work and so many things bearing down that they often don't feel like they are allowed to take the time to take care of themselves. And even if they did, you don't have the time to go regularly throughout the week. You don't have childcare. You can't get off work that much, whatever the issue is. And you also want a community of people who are also doing what you're doing. You know, we all have friends who are super fun, but they aren't necessarily working to take care of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And they may even, you know, sort of like, oh, that's great what you're doing, you know, like yoga again, okay. <laughs> you know, like that kind of a thing. And, and you mm-hmm. want people who encourage you and help you to do better rather than just feel like you're kind of forcing it alone. And the subscription box I created to give us like a box of treats that comes every month that get you all excited about it again, that reminds you like, oh yeah, this is my purpose. And there's a bunch of different things in this box. It isn't just, I mean, you can only have so many yoga props and yoga mats, you know, it's different mm-hmm. books mm-hmm. and recipes and teas and healthy snacks and little jewelry and, and things that are just like uplifting and make you happy that you can use all parts of your life. And there's also the Facebook community mm-hmm. where we speak regularly and I'm, you know, back and forth with the customers who subscribe who are also on Facebook and, you know, just get in there. I send out emails and say, Hey, if you've got a, an issue that you'd like to discuss personally, just reply back and I can help you. And so we, in that way, like, I think that was something that I would have loved. I would have valued when I was, you know, struggling most with the responsibilities as well as that feeling of like, there has to be more than this, you know, like this, my life just doesn't need to be this rat race. You know, there needs to be something more, and uh, yeah, you, you very much sound like you've found a path that works for you. And um, it's clear speaking to you that you're very intentional with your time and your energy, uh, making sure that you prioritize self-care, you're walking your talk. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> now, now I am. Yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Not always, but yes, it was a, it was a journey. Life is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So I wanted to ask you, if if you could go back in time and whisper a piece of advice in your former self's ear, what would it be? Start now. Ah. Just start now. I mean, there's really, there's always going to be a thousand excuses. Mm -hmm. There's never going to be enough money. You're never going to feel like you have enough time. You're never going to feel like you're an expert enough because there's always more to learn. If you found the right thing, there's always going to be more to learn and and give back to your customers and clients, but you do have something to offer right now and investing in yourself, whether it's financially or with time is the imperative first step. 
and you can decide, like if you have a little bit more money and less time, then you can choose to go about it that way. And if you have more time and less money, then you can be very strategic and intentional about your efforts, about how to move forward and at what pace. But there's no reason to not start now. No good reason. I love that advice. Start now. Absolutely. Yeah. More people could do with hearing that, I think. (sighs) And what about, what do you need to, you still need to remind yourself of these days? I still need to remind myself, like, I don't know, like even just before this interview today, you know, I've been up since six getting, you know, six little bodies off to five different locations and running (laughs) around town and coming back. And, you know, so it was, I had three hours from when I got up to get everybody taken care of. And of course, like one person forgot their lunch and another person forgot their project. And like, and then, you know, and then like packages came in that needed to go out and doctor's offices are calling about an ortho point. You know what I mean? Like it just keeps on coming and people just, you just have to be okay with like, it's okay. I don't have to answer that right now. I'm Mm going to, I'm going to deal with that later. And Mm -hmm. so I'm very much like when it comes in, deal with it immediately. Because there's always going to be more and it stacks up. It's that weird type A, you know, Mm. stress response about everything is just handle it now. No procrastination. Mm. And sometimes you have to time block and give Mm. yourself space. Like I will not do every email that comes in as it comes in. I'm going to wait and do all my emails at this one time. And then Mm. I'm going to get off and go on to the next thing, you know. So it's, it's about like organization of space is still not stopping what I'm doing to go deal with the next crisis, but saying, you know what, that's not really a crisis. So it can wait. (laughs) And I'm allowed to focus on what I'm doing right now and do a good job and then move on to the next thing. And so this is very much a feel um, talking to you that, you know, you've got, you've got these two parts of you, um, this type A part of you, and then this part that's been that's been informed by all your yoga practice and all the self-care and all the stuff that oh, you've definitely. worked on <laughs> yeah <laughs> comes together fantastically in your business in the work that you do yeah <clears throat> even the, the tagline for the box at, at one point was you know it's a yoga box for women who don't do yoga okay. <laughs> Which, you know, like, yeah. if you're if you're not doing it yet but you kind of know you should like this is a great place to start kind of a deal and you know I certainly have to go back to it and remind myself like, no, it's so you do have to take the time to, you know, and it's not even just doing yoga. It's like, take the time to eat something healthy, take the time to drink the water and not the coffee, you know, like take the time to do this one little thing that's going to another, like going to bed late. That's my constant because everybody's finally in bed and you have that time to work and I have to be like, nope, I have to go to bed or else I'm not going to sleep enough. And the next day is going to be harder, you know? It's just giving yourself permission to get into these patterns and habits that prioritize like this more of an even keel than this roller coaster up and down of putting out fires left and right. So a real intentionality, giving yourself permission, making active uh, conscious decisions and choices. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And that brings us back round to um, the subscription box. So your customers receive a wonderful subscription box each month. Um, in, in good part to help them do that um, um what what goes on behind the scenes um this is now a sort of more nitty-gritty in your business kind of question um, to make that happen oh it's it's a lot of product sourcing you know I'm always like trying for trying out different things and thinking about themes and how because each one is themed so um January's box was start strong and we highlighted a box by Jessamine Stanley who's amazing it's very bo- body positive and very supportive of, you know, 
wherever you are and whoever you are right now, right now is the time to get going. And we had this great hugger mugger yoga mat bag and um, some essential oils and teas and healthy snacks. And then this month it was meditation. So we had this beautiful like, you know, blanket poncho wrap that yes, you can use it for meditation, but you can also wear it when you're running out the door. And um, we had the books to support that as well. And more, you know, there's like an, a sweet little sage candle that you can use for meditation if you like, and a, um, a, a meditation journal and a recipe for chai tea cupcakes. And and then um, next month we have drunk yoga. Is oh. <laughs> fun. So it goes, it goes fun. It's, it's really to help you explore all sorts of different types of yoga. And yeah. like, for example, drunk yoga is run by Eli Porter. And she's fabulous. And it's all about the social aspect of yoga, not necessarily like, you know, meditative and distance. It's you can have fun, build strength, work on your flexibility and socialize with people. And even it's okay if you even like have a little drink or if you don't drink, you know, have some soda or some coffee, you know, so it can be it's it's just it can be fun. And you find what works for you because there's there's so many choices when it comes to taking care of ourselves mentally and emotionally as well as physically that it's all about discovering what you like most so that you'll keep doing it. And that's what this box is about, is about introducing you to everything, you know, month by month we explore it together. And what did you think? Did you actually find yourself meditating or did you decide like, I'll do it for this month, but I hate it and I'm not doing it anymore, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? It's perfectly allowed. There is no sense of like, you have to do all these things. It's very much like, honestly, is is it just, do I, you fall asleep during meditation? Well, maybe it's not the right thing for you. What is more fun? You know, what do you really enjoy and want to find? And there's no judgment and no expectation of who you should be, but just more of a celebration of who you are. Oh, wonderful. And yeah, the box helps them to explore that. I mm. absolutely love it. Uh, Valeria. It's been really wonderful talking to you. It's been great to hear your story. Um, and it's been great to hear a little bit of the behind the scenes at your work. Um, oh, I would love to get my hands on one of your boxes. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm not the only one whose interest has been piqued. So it would be wonderful if you could share the best way to find out more and get started. Oh, absolutely. You can head to my website. It's shotofyoga.com. And um, you can find me on Instagram at Shot of Yoga and on Facebook as well. Just uh, search for the Do a Shot of Yoga subscription box. And um, the box ships out to U.S. customers only right now. But for people who would like to um, set up coaching with me personally and talk about sustainable change and creating new habits in their life and sticking with them, they can just reach out to me by email at hello at shotofyoga.com. Thank you so much. Let's talk again soon. Absolutely. Isn't Valeria just awesome? And my goodness, those subscription boxes. I would love one of those. If I was in the US, I'd be signing up straight away. Um, I also love just how strategic Valeria was about designing her business. So that is an absolutely great fit for her. You listening to this thinking, you know what? I would love a business. That was a great fit for me. You know what to do. Just get on over to getworkingright.com and download your free Right Work Direction Kit and get working right.